Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. It is anywhere from difficult to impossible to manage every aspect of the changing digital landscape. Rather than trying to do it yourself, why not leave it to an award-winning team of digital marketing specialists who have mastered it all? Connect your message with more potential customers with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. Addiction is a really tough subject to tackle, part because many of us are embarrassed about addiction, be it to drugs, alcohol, myriad of other things. And it can be a burden that many of us hold inside. Um, but once you step past it and once you admit it and take charge to say, I want to change, the journey isn't easy, but on that other side, there is a lot of success. And the reason I'm talking about this, uh, because in this power episode, Mark McGurin has been brave enough to share his journey, how alcohol took charge of his life, how he was disappointed in who he was, the man he saw in the mirror, and he had to come to terms and make a decision. As he says, do I want to be drunk, Mark, or do I want to be sober, Mark? And he talks about that journey, and it's truly one of the most powerful episodes that I think I've done. So let's dive into this power episode of You're in Charge, Conversations That Spark Change with Mark McGurin. Personal accountability means everything, meaning your whole life. And you have always been very successful, you know, with all the teams you're working with. And, you know, you posted something the other day on Facebook and I knew about it, but a lot of people I don't think did. And you were very, in my opinion, very brave to stand out there and basically, uh, you know, shared your taking charge of your personal life in terms of your drinking, uh, mm -hmm. some of the personal things that were going on. And I remember the time when it was happening. Um, you know, you just got to a point of saying, listen, this is no long, no longer acceptable. And uh, the reason why I would love to discuss this is because I'm sure there's a lot of people who have not just that issue, but other issues of behavior or be it just, I talk down to my people, I yell at my people. I don't All think right. I'm, you know, someone was saying the other day when I was interviewing them, the leader I was when I started versus 15 years into it, it goes, I wouldn't have worked for me. I would have <laughs> right. left, right? I would have quit Somehow. on me. Exactly. He said, you know, I was that leader that everyone hated because I just yelled until someone helped me understand that. And I took account, took charge of that. I took accountability. So walk me through that because I think there's a lot in it to help a lot of people who one may not understand it. And number two is take charge of, a, you know, how you did take charge so that they can say, well, I could take charge of X in my life just as well. Absolutely. And so the post that Glenn you're referring to is, you know, back in, it was back in August that I posted, I'm four years sober. Uh, and my heart behind it was for the longest time, I was ashamed of my alcoholism. I was ashamed of this is who I am or what I've become, or all the negative connotations that takes on. Mm -hmm. uh, and it sucked, you know, to, I wasn't proud. I, I don't want to 
I was 38, 39 years old and I went to rehab. Um, and that was hard. That was, I'm already getting a little emotional now, but they would, cause you don't, I don't look up and cause from the outside looking in wonderful marriage, three kids, you know, successful working with you and Brian, I mean, everything from the outs, I mean, literally from the world's perspective, right. The world was, I wasn't going to the bottle for lack of a better term, because I was, oh my gosh, I got to, you know, appease the day. You know, it was, I started going to the bottle and uh, long story short is one thing I learned was that they said in rehab was, you know, alcohol will do what it does every single time. It gets you the results you want, right. <laughs> you know? I mean, there, there's no black and white going, if I do this, what's going to happen this time? No, right. it, it's it, it's the most consistent thing in the world because it's going to do what it's a, it is designed to do. And so I was looking up, uh, I was, you know, 38, 39. And I remember, Glenn, looking in the mirror. Um, and, and it didn't happen overnight. Same thing of how you kind of get out of whack from a perspective. You don't just turn into an alcoholic of, one drinker, one binge drinking of, uh, you know, I was a binge drinker. I wasn't in the end. I started drinking more every day, but it's, you started turning to that and you, it, it was a slow progress, mm-hmm. uh, ramped up by many life events and whatnot. But I remember looking in the mirror going, I'm, I, I recognize Glenn and I even said to myself, I don't even know if I said it out loud, but at least said in my head is I'm living a destructive life. I was aware of I'm on a wrong path. I was aware of that, you know, and and praise the Lord that I had an amazing supportive wife that walked alongside with me through that. But the whole idea behind that post was to let others know that they're not alone. Because for the longest time, I did feel alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why support groups, Alcoholic Anonymous, uh, NA, any type of those events are so successful because you can feel like you're on an island. Right. Of something's wrong with me. I'm broke. Right. That you're ashamed of that. And even going to AA, right. You stepping out, it's like you got your family of AA folks, right. right. Uh, where people, share the same struggles. They speak your language, but going outside of that, this stigma, at least in my mind Mm -hmm. was not good. And I'll probably get choked up telling the story, but I remember making that post and I, and I've been thinking about it a while uh, to post it. And I posted it on Facebook and I, Glenn, I, within 10 minutes, I called Amber, my wife bawling. Yeah. Amount of likes, comments. I'm proud of you. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. All this was so overwhelming that I was like, "Holy crap!" It's almost why haven't I shared this sooner? You know, in well, the sense because, that because you weren't ready to share it. I wasn't you know? ready, but what I was amazed through that was that I had so many people. Mark, I'm struggling to message me. Yeah. Right? I'm literally going to rehab in four days. Someone I used to work with, Mark, I'm in rehab right now. I had a gentleman uh, text me, call me a buddy of mine from many years ago. Mark, I didn't see your post, but someone told me about it. I was in rehab when you got it. And I was able to walk alongside them 
similar lives going, I would have never thought, right? I couldn't believe it. You don't know what you're going through. And I think that's to do full circle, full accountability is I knew the path I was on. I was on the path to literally lose everything in my life. You know, so, so, so let me ask you this, because again, and, and, and as I had shared with you, I was very proud of you. And as I said, I remember the whole time, but you know, taking a step back from alcohol, because that's one, but there's a lot of people who, as we were talking earlier about that gentleman who was a manager, who sees the toxic behavior that they're exhibiting to other people, but they don't know how to get out of it. They don't know how to ask for help. They're seeing that there's turnover in their business. They're seeing that nobody wants to work for them. They see that they're afraid when they walk around, it could be food and your diet. It could be extra. There's a million, you know, just your relationship, you know, with your wife or husband and you're out doing things you shouldn't be doing. uh, And you're a Shamed. And it's so the question would be for that, someone who's feeling that right now, how, what, what was the, you know, was there a trigger that finally said, this is it? Was it someone else? What's the one where you finally said, I can't go down because I'm from that. Listen, I have three brothers who are you know, uh, alcoholics have gone through it and they've been sober and I'm so proud of them as well. So I've been around it and I've seen the trigger where it was like, you got to the edge, you didn't go completely, but you got there. Right. So if someone's listening to this and again, it might be, cause you can talk yourself out of it. Like, Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, absolutely. So talk to me about that journey of talking yourself out of it. Again, in your case, it was alcohol. Other people may have other things where you're, you're convincing yourself it's not that bad, but what is that point for you? And then what gave you the strength to say, I, I have to change? I'll put it this way. Um, I Googled, how do you know if you're drinking too much? <laughs> I swear. If you're having to talk yourself out of something, if you're having to go, it's not that bad. And, it, and if, because this is, the, and I, I share that because I'm like, oh my gosh, Mark, that was a clue for my, even my own self. I mean, if you're having to talk yourself through it, right. of that toxic food, alcohol, relationships, uh, your ability of coaching, you fill in that blank. If you're having to actively mentally walk you through something's broke. So you, so what you're saying there, because uh, there was someone who I had talked to, they were working in a toxic environment, right? right? It wasn't good. They knew, but it was that you're almost, it, what it sounds like is you're, you're asking how bad does it have to be? <laughs> yes. Right? Or you're trying to convince yourself that it's not that bad, right. right? By Googling those things. Well, it's not really bad yet, or it's not bad, or I'm okay, or look at all the good. And 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 you're trying to either, I don't want to say distract yourself, but talk yourself out because maybe there's fear on the other side of the decision, or you're fearful of the unknown on the other side of that decision. A hundred. I mean, that's the key, right? Is is that it's that fear of the unknown? What if I do get help? What's going to happen? What if I make that decision to get out of that toxic relationship? What's going to happen? Right. You know, and you get stuck and you accept good enough. 
-hmm. you accept bad enough because that's what you know. Right. Right. And you're conditioned to it. Uh, People around you are conditioned to it. But this is the thing is I knew prior. Right. It wasn't like I, it wasn't like I look up and I got drunk one night and oh, my gosh, got to go. No, it was a, it was a constant look in my wife's eyes of hurt. Things that I said that mm-hmm. I don't remember, literally. And there were so many times where if this is the most important person in the world. Why am I continuing to, to hurt this person? Right. Um, why am I? And a lot of times that's yourself, too. If maybe you're not hurting someone else, but I bet you are, I bet you are because let's say you're in that toxic job or you're that toxic leader, you're hurting others. You're not making people their best selves or your, your best self. And for me, there wasn't, I mean, it really was, there was a lie in the sand. Um, I became blackout drunk on my wife's birthday. You know, and you look up and it's going, there's got to be a change. And and I knew at that, it was a no brainer because I was broke, you know, and I hope no one has to get to the point to where there's that chance where I got that buddy that was in rehab that called me and he says, my wife wants a divorce. Right. And I think the Lord, I wasn't there uh, because I think he lied at go that long. I don't know, you you, you know, a distant friend. And I'll say this is that if you're feel like it's bad enough, well, you're listening to this podcast, number one, right? So you, you are seeking uh, to better yourself. If you're seeking, if you're having to look up and go, is this who you want to be at? Is this who you want to be at whatever your age is? Is this the relationship? Cause I promise you it can be better. Right. Four years on the other side, <laughs> I, I wish I would have got sober many, many years ago. Sober Mark is a much happier place. <laughs> like, literally, we got drunk Mark over here at Sober Mark. That's what my wife and I call me. Um, I don't want to go back. I don't want to. Yeah, I do miss a good glass of wine. Right. That's really all I miss. But is it worth that? Heck to the no because I'm in a much happier place. I'm a much better version of who I want to be at because I looked in that mirror and going, am I the father that I want to be at? No. Am I the husband? Am I just the plain man that I want to be at? Right. No. And so now, yeah. Oh, am I in utopia? Heck no. My wife will tell you no, (laughs) no, but I'm a much better version of who I am. I'm there's there's not something in my way in that perspective that's getting me preventing me from being it. Now it's all me. Now right. it's my habits. Now it's I'm in control of what I am. You know, and so and I think I that's a that's a really good point. I don't mean to interrupt, but I like that what you just said is that I'm in control because there's a lot of people who are in these situations, whatever the situation is, yeah. you know, bad. I'm I'm creating a bad work environment. I work in a bad work environment, relationship, diet, whatever it is. There's a sense of, well, I don't have a choice or this is all I know. And I think going back to that fear of. You know, uh, the fear of the other side or actually 
you know, it's the fear of confronting yourself, I think, because I think when you have to go through this, I've talked to my brothers, even for me, you know, going back to therapy to talk about, you know, things, you know, it's just that fear of holding the mirror up to yourself and saying, why, why is this happening? Why am I doing this? And taking, again, going back to accountability and responsibility, that's really what this is. This is true responsibility that I am the boss that yells at people because that's all I know. Well, then how do you fix that? Go out and get training and become the better person. Well, what if it doesn't get the results? Well, you're losing people. Right. You know, and you're wasting time train retraining people because you're driving them out the door or be it your weight or just, you know, tired of not feeling good. You know, there's people who go on the diets and finally say, I'm exercising because I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Right. right. That type of mentality. So so to that point, to the people who are here listening. Who one say, I don't know how to change that or I'm afraid to look inside. Well, what do you say to that? I mean, because again, they have to be ready to do it, but at the same moment in time, that is the secret that unlocks the other side. You know, I mean, that's the, you, you can lead a horse to water. Right. You can make a drink, you know? And so this is the thing I'd say to anyone, whatever the situation is, is life can be richer. Life can be, if you're struggling with those things, right. That do you, it can be better. Mm. And is it, you have to be brave enough to take that first step. You have to be brave enough to go, you know what? I am tired of drunk Mark, right? Unhealthy, fill in the blank, toxic, you know, whatever that case is. And this has consumed me long enough. And that can, doesn't have to be that long. It doesn't have to be a, a long road, mm-hmm. but you've got to sit there and realize there's life on this other side. There's richness, there's fulfillment, there is happiness. There's, I mean, rephrase that there's joy. Right. Right. Cause I think joy can, can come inside your life. Happiness is fleeting, right? I sold a heart, uh, a car high five. That's happy. Right. That, that won't, that high won't stay there, but that joy of, of life, of richness, of fulfillment, of, um, you know, I guess just knowing who you are and being content with who you are as a person, it, it, there's no other things. Am I perfect? No, but I promise you this is that I'm much more content. Uh, I'm much more, you know, uh, I'm much better place now than I was four years ago. Well, I hope you got as much as I did out of this. Uh, it, it really was brave. I, can, I cannot say that enough. If you are struggling, please reach out for help. Um, I'm not a medical doctor by any stretch of the imagination, but the, uh, alcoholism has touched my life in various ways. And so I see it, I see the pain that it causes, and but I also see the other side of it. So again, I wanna thank Mark so much for his bravery. Um, please connect with him. As he said, he's always out there to chat, help any way he can. So with that, Thank you again for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, be it on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I do appreciate it. Please make sure you share this out, especially this episode. I'm sure there's a lot of people that could benefit from Mark's courage and what he shared with us. Uh, Please make sure you rate the podcast and leave a comment. That way it expands the podcast. But more importantly, I hear back what you like. And uh, 
maybe there's someone you would like me to interview or a topic you would like me to uh, jump on as well. So again, I, I know there's a lot of places that you can consume your content, but the fact that you spent some time with Mark and myself means the world to me. Thank you so much. As I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge. But now Mark gave you a few more tools to help you become more uh, successful, both personally and professionally. Thank you again. I do appreciate your attention and I'll see you on the next episode.